Right, three, two, one. everyone hello how's it going we came back for another one yeah so this is the sick man of europe uh sick man sick sick man no but we're calling it sick man of europe are we i thought it was sick we're calling it sick person of europe so we're still debating about a name here but uh my name's keith preston yep so i'm neil mcgowan much healthier and fitter than keith preston well we're going to find that out quite soon with your little tools that i can see sorry Easy Tiger. G- giving the game away. But first of all, we're going to, I guess, well, we're going to talk about how we've got on this week um, in terms of fitness, in terms of diet. So where, where are you starting your week from? Like the last seven yeah, days? Yeah, last seven days. Right. Let's go with the last okay. seven days. Right. You go first. Um, so I've managed to do a lot more fitness than I've done in about 18 months in a row, mm-hmm. I'd say. So me and Cole are doing um, or trying to do a run twice a week in the early morning. Uh, because of the weather, we've only done it once this week, but we're intending to do it tomorrow. How so do you find that? Because running in the morning is tough. Well, we're, we're, so we're, we're going three kilometres, just over three kilometres, two miles. Um, and we're just going to get a wee bit longer each time we go right um it's fine but he, to be fair getting up at quarter to seven half six quarter to seven is quite tough yeah. he's only 11 so um and well when I, when we did it the other day i was hoping for oh, i was hoping it would snow because you couldn't be bothered <laughs> mind games kicked in it wasn't it wasn't get, it's just that way it's cold yeah you're tired so anyway i did that the night before i Went back into the garage where I've got some weight equipment, not yours. <laughs> uh, where, where are my weights? <laughs> in joke, Neil borrowed some weights from me and then I finally got them back and he insists that I nick them. Um, that is so not true. Uh, no, no, these are, this is the, the stuff I got from the... You got a new set of weights. Well, it's a very old set of weights, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. An old set of weights, so we're going to get chucked away, so I got them and it's, it's quite good. But... I haven't used them for ages, but now I'm not going to the gym anymore. That was the first time I went back and I was woefully behind pace. But I've decided to do, I've basically mapped out six or seven different exercises. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to track three sets, however many I do that day. The next time I do it, I'm just going to make sure I do more. Even that's one rep more, one set more. It doesn't matter. Just as long as I'm doing more See, each the, time. The thing is, you're always very organized when it comes to doing stuff like that. Because when I was sitting watching your vlog and you're writing on the board uh-huh. what you're all doing, you always put a lot of effort into what you plan to do. Well, Whereas I'm lazy. I, <clears throat> I, I struggle to go in and I'm probably doing weights for no more than 10 to 15 minutes. But it's I do like kind of lots of different things in yeah. that period of time. So I think, so I would recommend mm. having a bit of structure because, well, it keeps you honest and it makes you, you, you make sure that so I, well, I don't uh, lie about no, it no, but I, yeah but you, you can go in and you just do stuff and you go I, I think I did about the same as last time or I think I yeah. did if you're not recording it you don't really know because do you remember you did four sets of ten reps at X amount of kilos and blah 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 every time you don't 
Yeah, okay. And so, I don't so, actually increase what I do either. I just tend to do the same thing every single time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you should always, always, whatever you're doing, you should always try and increase, I think, right? So that, that's my plan anyway. Right. So, so you did twi- that. Twice a week. So, the plan, so I did that. I did the run. I did a bit of yoga. Um, did the hit training with the boys at football. Mm-hmm. So was that four, four-ish times, some of that? So I think that's it's pretty decent. Diet, diet's been poor still. Mm-hmm. However. <laughs> Maybe it's something uh, to confess. So... Um, I'm I'm definitely going balanced. However, I went a bit um, I went a bit imbalanced towards the end of the week last week, or so was what, what, not quite seven days, six five or six days days ago. So Friday I went to Viva Brazil and got lots and lots of meat, uh, including chicken heart, which Neil's absolutely appalled at. Um, and then chicken on, heart is that <laughs> it's tiny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was it nice? Tastes like it sort of tastes like muscly. No, 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 it's not, it's fine. It sort of tastes like sausage. Mm. Um, and then on Saturday, I had a steak. That's all right. So, um, right, so my week, mm-hmm. I've ran three times. I actually went out, so I, I got um, I got a new Apple Watch. It was my birthday on Monday. Happy birthday. So, um, uh, Monday last week. So, I got so a new you're, Apple Watch. You're officially two years older than me I'm right officially now. Officially 43, yeah, which is quite depressing. But I, I got a new Apple Watch, mm-hmm. and it's got GPS in it because, like you, I was one of the first generation people for Apple Watches that bought it, and they said, "We'll never put GPS in this, and you don't need it." And then the next version came out, and they went, "We we'll put GPS in it. You need it." So, so see when you go a run just with your watch, then it I doesn't, can get a map. It doesn't record. It does. Wait, but because I've got the old, I've got it the very first. Doesn't, doesn't, right? Unless you take your phone. So all, all it does is you just right. Okay. If you take your phone, see that was their argument is that you take you'll take your phone with you, mm-hmm. and then very quickly realise that actually people have liked having a watch because mm-hmm. they wouldn't need to take their phone. Mm-hmm. So this one's got GPS. So I actually went for probably the first long run outside on Sunday. How long's a long run? Five and a half miles. That's good. And I did that in round about. 45, 46 minutes that was quite fast and I ran at work on Wednesday and I did some treadmill work last Friday when I was off and I've been in the gym twice but again in the actual gym? no, in my garage and what else did I do? meditated three times and diet wise I think I had two vegan days and the rest of the time pescatarian I think Right. So not oh, too bad. That's good. Um, did oh, you intermittent th- fasting. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So, God, how did I forget that? So, yeah, after you talked about that, I thought, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And I did it for the first time on Tuesday. Or was it Monday? Anyway, I, I can't remember. I've done it twice, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I, I just had coffee in the morning. I said black coffee. Yep. And it's funny because you get... I could feel myself getting really hungry about 10 o'clock and that's mm-hmm. normally when I would have a banana. Yep. But that's normally when I'd have a banana after a breakfast. Uh-huh. And actually, I didn't feel more hungry no, exactly. than I would do normally. It's just pattern, routine. This is the thing. So, yeah. you'll, you'll go in a cycle and then as long as you just don't eat, drink yeah. more water, drink another cup of coffee, go yeah, and do something else absolutely. and then half an hour, you'll have forgotten you're hungry. Absolutely. So... Uh, <clears throat> and then it's quite good because then when you do start eating, you think, yeah, 
And you really enjoy your lunch. Well, yeah, but the, but the beauty of intermittent fasting is you're not actually... So, st- you're, so you're supposed to remember and stay healthy. You're supposed to still yeah, be healthy. Yeah, yeah. However, you don't drop calories. So if you would normally have eaten, say, 2,000 calories across the course of a day, you'd have a breakfast. Maybe you do the six meals a day thing. Yeah. You can do exactly the same amount of calorie content, exactly the same food. You just squeeze it into that eight-hour period between, say, 12 and 8. Yeah. Or 2 and 10, whatever. Whatever you want, as long as you're keeping... Food, whoops. As long as you're keeping with the 16-hour type thing. Now, I've, I've, I do it every single day, pretty Weekends much. and everything. Week, weekends and everything. On holidays, if you get half bored and stuff, with breakfast included, I'll go down and have breakfast. But, hey, you're on holiday. So but what, what do you but, do at night? Like, do you, do you still stop eating after 8, 9 So o'clock? I'm not, no. So I'm not hugely rigid with it. So sometimes it'll really be a 12, because maybe I'll, maybe I'll eat something at midnight. Right. In which case, I should technically go until 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. And so quite often I'll eat too. So some be have gone just fourteen yeah. hours. So I'm not I'm not that strict with it. But other days I'll go maybe 20, 22 hours. I'll, I'll literally go. And how does the whole, how, how does fine. that? It just feel? depends on how you feel. Sometimes you feel hungry. Yeah. But it's with the ones where I've gone twenty hours, twenty two hours, I've not felt hungry. So I've just managed to. I've just never had particular hunger yeah. pangs. And then and then I've just gone. Oh well, actually I could I could go down and get lunch at four but it feels like I'm just going to get lunch because I've remembered I, I yeah. should probably have lunch as opposed to going mm, I'm really hungry I need to have something um, <clears throat> so I quite like I, the idea of and you know obviously you've been into intermittent fasting for a long period of time but I listened to a podcast recently and a guy was talking about gut health and it's all about trying to give your gut a rest Yep, and you know that's probably as much of the benefit in terms of actually just also yep Less calories, fasting, whatever yeah. you know. But even so. it's not less calories. That's the but, but inevitably, beauty. some people will. Have, <laughs> some people will. Yeah. So it's kind, it's kind of easy. it's harder to then squeeze calories in. Yeah, it's exactly. much easier to eat too exactly. many calories yeah. if you're eating from morning to night. Yeah. So, so it does work that way. Now, my diet is still poor in ter- so, so I, I could eat a lot healthier. I have eaten a lot healthier with this. So I'm still eating too many crisps, particularly at night. I mean, sweets, pancakes, yeah. sweets, chocolate, pancakes, that sort of thing. That was a nice cake we had tonight. Um, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't expect to come so, here to talk about health and be served yeah. a nice sponge thank, cake with custard. Thank my mother-in-law for that. <laughs> um, but I'm not getting too worked up about that just now because I know I, I will, I'll switch, I'll switch it and I'll start eating more healthy. Yeah. So, so what I did before before Theo came along, I was not eating crisps. So I'd managed to cut crisps out. I reduced bread how, quite substantially. How many crisps do you eat? At least one packet a day, maybe two. Do you? Yeah. What about chocolate? Um, a chocolate bar a day. Pro- probably chocolate more than crisps for me, I would say. Um, I'm kind of more... But this is the thing. It's a night time where you're kind of a little bit hungry and you just... You just Here's an idea. It's quite controversial. Why not go to sleep? <laughs> and then you won't... Well, you wouldn't so, know so, so, uh, to, to eat or feel hungry. Okay, so that that is de- more than diet. Sleep is the yeah. thing I need to sort myself out for because I'm probably getting an average of five hours sleep just now, five to six hours sleep, which is lo- you should be aiming for seven to eight at least, seven to eight. So I have some, I listened to another podcast this week about sleep in particular. Uh-huh. And I know this one, t- one tonight isn't so much about sleep, we want to talk about other stuff, yeah. but there's a great story about a guy called Nick Littlehales who worked for Manchester United uh-huh. and became their sleep coach or was 
you know, the media dubbed him the sleep coach in the nineties and thought this was a ridiculous thing that a guy Everyone was coming it was in, ridiculous absolutely thing. ridiculous. And you think now how much interest there is in, in sleep and rest and all that stuff. So the guy did a really good podcast, but we'll, I'll maybe talk about that later. If not, we'll cover right. that another time. But yep. it's really, really, really interesting. And you should listen but, to it. But I know, Lisa, I've read, so I've read Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, which pretty much goes into all of the ins and outs of why not getting sleep's bad. And it makes entire sense, common sense. You can go without food for months, yep. potentially. You can go without water for maybe a week. You can go without sleep for a day, yeah. two days tops before you start seriously having problems, mental problems, hallucinating, yeah. all sorts. Of, so you go, well, okay, that's so. If that's the case, the thing that you really are forced to do on a daily basis is sleep. Your body wants you to sleep on yeah. a daily basis. Um. So yeah, I, I do. That's the thing I need to get sorted. But, but the problem is trying to do this thing. Yeah, trying to do so working much, out yeah. with also trying to keep it because this was always my thing before doing these vlogs, tracking myself to see if I could, well, basically do all the family commitments yeah. stuff, work, uh, make sure I don't not have a social life, uh, get all the fitness in, and also then edit. Yeah, the the stuff. It, it just it, your time your day runs runs away with itself. And you probably see sleep as a wasted opportunity. Well, it's not. It's not. I guess it's. I've. I've always been quite into napping, mm -hmm. and that can reset you. Quite and, easily. That's, and that's totally what that guy was talking but, about. But but it doesn't. It doesn't say you then don't. It's yeah. what what the Matthew Walker was saying. I'm sure this guy was saying the same. Is you should do both. Yeah. You should nap. Because your body naturally wants to nap at certain yeah. times of the day, and you should get about seven or eight hours sleep at night. Well, he wasn't saying that. So this was Nick, he not? Nick Littlehills was saying that this kind of this figure. See, now of seven, you say that I've heard that name, and probably it's, it's in context, a, it's a great story because right. the guy is not. He says it himself. He's not a scientist. Uh -huh. He's not. A, he's not a medic. He doesn't yep. have any formal qualifications yep. in this. Yep. He worked for a company. And I can't remember. Dreamland or Slumberland or there was some bed mm -hmm. company, big bed company in the 90s that basically uh, were the sponsor mm -hmm. for Oldham Athletic, right? Right. And uh, they used to get a lot of stick and, you know, because the press made a big joke about this, oh, they're sleeping in front of goal and all that stuff because it uh -huh. said it across their shirts, right? And that was uh -huh. quite unusual, uh -huh. he said at that time. And then basically he was the director of that. He wanted to change a scene and he, and he gave it up. And then I think he had a contact that uh, that knew um, Alex Ferguson, uh -huh. and they were saying something about how they'd he was going into a hotel or some kind of area, and they wanted to try and look at. I think it no, actually, I think it was someone who had a bad back. Uh -huh. Gary Pallister, I think it was, had uh -huh. a bad back, and they looked at him and said, "You know, and you know about beds, you know about you know the right type of mattress and all that sort of stuff. Can you help this guy?" And he said, uh -huh. "Yeah, that's fine." He went and looked at it, and he said his mattress wasn't right. Did a couple of things. And then they found that Gary Pallister's recovery vastly improved. Right. So then Alex Ferguson, who he said was really receptive to kind of new ways yeah, of yeah. thinking and, yeah. and that kind of 
it's that kind of strategy like Dave Brailsford did yep. in the Team Sky. It's about the kind of cumulative effect of yep. all these little changes you make. Yeah, aggregation. A- of aggregation. Margin, that's aggregation it. of marginal yeah. gains. Marginal gains. That's the one. So he said that Alex Ferguson said, "Yeah, come in and do this," and he said it just went from there. And mm-hmm. suddenly had the players napping mm-hmm. during the day mm-hmm. or creating a zone for mm-hmm. them where they could rest. Yep. And they were seeing all these improvements. And this yep. is like the class of '92, Beckham and Giggs yep. and all yep. that sort yep. of stuff. And then they said that they basically just didn't know what to call him, so they put the word sleep and coach together, and then they called him sleep coach. Mm. And then before we know it, he's working for Team Sky, and then he's he's travelling. So it's a fascinating story, but he talks about this seven and a half hours. He said he went in a really simplistic way of kind of break it into like five times 90-minute cycles because Mm -hmm. each sleep cycle is around about 90 minutes mm-hmm. and he says it's very very common to kind of as you'll see when people do all this analysis that you go into deep sleep and you yep. kind of rise and that's yep. an evolutionary thing yep. because if you're in deep sleep all night and the bear comes yep. in and yep. kills yep. you yep. right so so he said it's quite normal to wake so he was saying is rather than obsessing about this eight hours is that if you split that seven and a half hours and 90 minute cycles over a 24 hour period yeah that you get the same effect same, yeah, yeah and what he was saying is whether that's napping and uh-huh, yeah, it's yeah. society so that seven hours is basically seven or eight hours a day yeah as long as you get yeah. that i actually think matthew walker might have said something similar um because because the whole are you know the, the shifting through rem sleep and the the cycles that's quite well known now i think so that is our first fact that we need to qualify fact check. for the next podcast. Right. What <clears throat> about the ninety minute cycle? Is the ninety minute cycle different? Do, do these folks differ? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first one right, we okay. have to do. Fact because check. we weren't going to talk about sleep. No. Now we're on to sleep. Now we're on to sleep. We're we're sort of semi rambling. Um so anyway, I think so my plan mm-hmm. um and then I think uh, I'll be able to be a bit more structured in how I've got on in a particular week. My plan in the week is to do a minimum of four, actually a minimum of five days of exercise of some description. Right. And by exercise, you mean what, like 30 minutes or? Uh, yeah, about right. 30 minutes. So so the runs me and Cole are doing are about 20, 25 minutes. So, okay. so something in that region. Um, but decent effort. So mm-hmm. whether it's so I'm, I'm less concerned about time at the moment, but a decent effort. So for example, when I was out doing the weights, that was about forty minutes, give That's or take. A long time for weights. When right? I was going to the gym, I was out there for an hour and a half. But you did. You were filming most of that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, once you get into it, though, thirty-five minutes of filming. Um, but just see if you set a goal, though. If it takes that length of time, yeah. it takes that length of time. But but so for, so I'm talking forty minutes, give or take. You, you'll go a bit longer if you're going the longer runs, because I'm not going to do longer runs. But. It depends. If I'm on the treadmill, I'll run for about thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I, I want to try at, oh. a weekend to do a long run. Right. I was actually thinking of getting an exercise bike. Mm-hmm. So that because one of the things that you sitting like maybe watching a series or something with Shona. Um, I could go. The, I could go and do a workout at the same time, but then you're not spending any time no, together at night because we're both working, and yeah. then you and just kind of want to chill out in front of the TV, and that's important too. Yeah. Um, so and so, I was thinking actually, if I got an exercise like a fold away one, mm-hmm. if I hadn't managed to get some sort of exercise in, I could jump on the bike while we we're watching for even half an hour and just get. But you know what's going to happen? Shona's going to turn around and go, 
what that's whirring that's making that's a noise been, yeah. can you just do that Beach elsewhere <laughs> yeah so I was thinking well, she thinks it's a gimmick a full stop she's like why are you going to get an exercise bike you'll just sit in the corner yeah so I might do that have you got a treadmill um, out there no I got rid of that it broke Did you? I had it for a long time though but it broke yeah no, I don't think I'd, I'd rather just go out and run actually but you see that's what I struggle with because I'm a I'm a fair weather runner I mean I can go out but I hate it I hate yeah. it when it's cold and wet but see the summertime cold, I love going first, running so we've went, been out twice now the first the very first time we got up 25 to 7 went out and it was peeing down rain very cold and he did it anyway so it was well done good for him yeah. um, so, so my plan is at least five times a week mm-hmm. I'm going to start trying I'm going to try and build something out like some sort of spreadsheet that I can follow and see how well from a health perspective I'm doing from yep. so if I take fit, physical fitness five times a week one of them is likely to be the hit training I do with the boys at football coaching um, two times strength training yep. and two times yoga um, probably do the yoga on the same days I do the running so in the morning I'll do two yep. days of running and then do yoga at night so there's well, that's actually seven exercise, ex- different exercises. That's good, yeah. But five days-ish and, and see if I can stick to that. And if it's half an hour, you think, well, you surely can fit half an hour in in a day. So yeah. the other thing I'm going to try, I'm trying to do is in the morning, get up uh, just five minutes earlier and do 200 bicycle crunches. What's a bicycle crunch? So when you're, 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 your legs kind of crisscross you're pulling one leg oh, right, towards okay. your chest you're, you're kind of touching your right elbow your left knee and vice versa and extending your leg right out yeah because it engages most of your or more, more of your core than just a standard crunch mm-hmm. so it's quite effective i think and a few press-ups um so that just gets you sort of started in the day and then there's a few calories every day uh, when at work taking the stairs that's what i'm doing so i'm doing yeah. that anyway um, then from a getting out for a walk I don't do that that's, so that I did, be, that's good extra calories I did calories. that today mm-hmm. that's good extra calories because um, all of it's about trying to just get more in yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you do something like a walk so for example I I said this to you last time I'm a big believer in a rest day and I, and I crave my rest days because <laughs> I think I, actually it's it's really therapeutic and mm-hmm. when you have that day where you wake up in the morning and you go I don't have to do any exercise today. I find that a great thing. But what I want to try and do is, it's kind of similar to you, it's going to keep it up with like three runs per week and probably have three strength training per week. I'd really like to try yoga at least once a week because my back's bad. And my chiropractor said to me a couple of times about trying yoga. Meditation. Yoga's yoga's all around good because you can kind of combine it with meditation. Yeah, everything. Because you're breathing, you, you... So I want to try and do that. But but today I thought, for example, I knew it was a rest day. And I'm sitting going, I've just sat at my desk the entire day. Mm-hmm. And my head was ready to explode. So I thought, I'm going to go a walk. And it was mm-hmm. like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it just felt good mm-hmm. just to get yeah. out. Yep. And clear the, and s- clear your head. And, and try to do a bit of mindful walking as well. Going, yeah. That's yeah, what cool. I like to do. It's like you walk and actually yep. you listen to the birds and you hear cars passing and rather than sitting with your phone and yep. scrolling through your phone or letting go for a walk and just thinking about everything you've done at work and everything you're about to do at work, 
Yep. Just try and clear your head. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of exercise, a little bit of fresh air, a, a little bit, bit of, of circadian rhythms because your body's getting exposed to sunshine yeah, and, yeah. and outside, and a bit of mindfulness. Yeah. And I, I felt I felt really good for that. Yeah. So 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 that so that's um, the fitness side of it. Diet. I'm going to stick with intermittent fasting. Great. A few more chicken hearts. A few more chicken hearts. Um, I'm going to I'm going to stick in the balanced diet. So I'm not going to. Because I was thinking about trying more vegetarian, vegan. I'm just going to just do balance, but I'm going to try and cut out some of the crap. Yeah. So the crap being crisps, chocolate, less bread, less processed stuff as yep. much as possible. So just a healthier yep. balance. Um, and I'll kind of rate myself, I guess, on that. Uh, the mindfulness thing, I think I'm going to just incorporate into yoga. Because mm-hmm. at the end of yoga, you can just, you're breathing. If you're doing properly, you should be breathing deeply through the whole uh, session and usually you finish off with doing some a little bit of mindfulness um so see when you do <clears> your <throat> yoga mm-hmm. and you're doing your breathing exercises mm-hmm. do you manage to clear your head mm-hmm. or is your mind so you well, you're doing I, I suppose i'm still trying to do the movement yoga movements but right. at the end you typically you'll sit in like in a you cross your legs sit up straight shut your eyes and just breathe yeah or you'll lie on the floor. Um, I'll need to remember. I'll need to try and figure. I can't remember the names of the different poses. But you basically lie on the floor. And I think it's called corpse poses. <laughs> you just right. basically lie and you're just trying to just think or not think and just let everything go. Let your body. And do you count? <clears throat> Does it make to the no, no. Just it, it just depends. Um, so that's where I think I can incorporate uh, yeah, yeah. The, the kind of meditation stuff because. I've never. I've tried meditation, and I just can't, and, can't and get into that habit. And I can I'm get in a habit with everything else, but apart from that. So, so in terms of habit, but when you actually do it, can can you do it? Is, oh, is yeah, it, you I can, can, so you I can, can switch well, the I mind off. I don't know if I can necessarily. Do, I can, well, I can try, but they call it as practice, isn't it? It's it always is practice totally practice. It's hard to. And I, when I did it last night, I, I I find sometimes I have nights like that suddenly I get like, my I get restless legs, mm-hmm. and it starts to annoy you. And, and old mate that's true but you don't have to you should you don't judge yourself you don't uh-huh. you know critique yourself you just try and keep going with it yeah yeah but um but no that's the thing because if you're doing yoga and all that sort of stuff it should be quite a simple transition to move to but at the same time i still do guided meditations mm-hmm. you know craig and others have done this a lot longer um, are they just doing it without like without like, <clears throat> he actually sometimes can just go and lie down and doesn't even bother with like, the app or listen so I always mm-hmm. go to the app and it's like you know the calm app and they'll talk you through do some breathing empty your head and then they'll have like a theme for that day and they'll mm-hmm. talk you through the theme mm-hmm. and whether it's like practicing gratitude or all these different things mm-hmm. and then they'll bring you back whereas he can just sit and lie and meditate and, and that takes a lot of practice yeah Yep. Yeah, and plus half the time then the door will open the kids will jump in ah, and go yeah, in and that's, you know. dis- yeah. the other thing you're supposed to do is do um, a journal have you heard of this? no so I think um, watch Sean Anker TED Talk mm-hmm. he's a psychologist and he's a happiness psychologist and he he recommends um, keeping a journal and writing down three things every day that you're either thankful or happy f- about. I think I have. And after twenty one days, yeah, y- you get into the na- like a habit of 
just just remembering good stuff in yeah. the day. So you're so you're never getting into a kind of negative spiral, and you feel better. You're you're you're, you're is this psychologically what, uh, better? I think I've heard uh, Wrong and Chatterjee talk about him because mm-hmm. he he does this thing with his kids every day. When he says when he comes in at night, they'll run the table, the table yeah. and he'll say, "What are you grateful for?" I've always and that would be such a good thing. I've yeah. never managed to. No, do. me neither, because I could just imagine if I said to my kids, "What are you grateful for?" They'd be like, "Nothing. I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> but it's but like usually yeah. the end of your tether at that point. Anyway, like, you're like, oh, and plus it's difficult. Even in fact, we don't. Apart from the weekends, we don't really get to sit and eat together no, no, because yeah, it same, just doesn't same, doesn't work. Same. But yeah, he said he was actually on the Chris Evans breakfast show this morning. He was talking about that and he was saying, "What are you grateful for? What have you done today that's kind for mm-hmm. someone else? Mm-hmm. And what does someone else do that's kind for you?" And and that's a, a thing that was I was thinking about this morning as well is about kindness and not being judgmental and and trying to be a better person. Yeah, which is hard to it's do. It's very hard. Particularly when all the stuff, everything's going on yeah. in your life. I always remember the story again, talking about Craig, my brother. And uh, he said that he decided one week he was going to do the random acts of kindness. And then he said after three days, he couldn't stand not having the phrase. Then he took around everyone and say, I did that. I did that. <laughs> Thank me. So randomized, so, randomized kindness is it supposed to be like you don't know, yeah, right? So you just do things without people random. knowing, but he said he couldn't cope with it. He wanted the praise and satisfaction of praise. So, so I, I've always struggled to do any kind of journal thing, but I might try that. That's more on the maybe, mm. maybe list. And the other thing, which I think is going to be the biggest struggle, sleep, yeah, um, because I just don't know how to fit it all in. Now, but see if you're so trying what, what, to. Sorry, on you go. I was, I was just going to say, what I'm going to try and do is is add these bits and pieces up. Mm-hmm. And see, so, what's your health bar look like for the week? So, if you did the, or if I did the five exercise things, that's like plus ten or whatever. If I did the diet, that's plus twenty. If I did the sleep, that's plus thirty. But if I didn't do the sleep, so that's minus ten. You know, and, and add up and see. Right. see so, what your score so you can start is. saying actually done really well in the health uh, the fitness really well in the diet but my sleep's appalling actually I've essentially cancelled all that good work out yeah. so try and use that as a kind of right okay I need to sort that out but I, I think you could so if you're keen to explore more mindfulness and meditation and that's the thing you say that you can't commit to that and and working towards better sleep could go hand in glove. I th- I think oh jeez I keep hitting that thing um, I I don't see I don't think med- I don't think meditation as I say, I think through the yoga, that allows me to do that thing. But I don't feel the need to do meditation. No, but if you're, you're struggling. But I need to sleep. Yeah. And what if you then started listening to sleep stories or something like that? Because but it's not, see when I go to, to bed, you fall I don't asleep. have a problem sleep. I don't have, a, it's not like I'm an insomniac or anything. Yeah. I need sleep. I say, yeah. I, and, and if I was left, to, if I didn't have to get up for work, I would sleep on. Mm. No problem. It's the time. So I definitely think I'm a night owl now. One of our friends said, hey, you could reset that easily. You just go to bed earlier and get up earlier and you'd sort it after a while. But there is definitely a circadian rhythm thing. Mm. And I don't think you can... This, in our, this is another fact check, actually. Can you modify your circadian rhythm? Can you modify from being a night owl to a um, morning lark, or whatever you call it? Well, that, sub, that subject check. was covered by Nick right. Littlehills. And again, he said... Let's, let's fact check it. Okay. But he said that there is a, a 
genetic predisposition to right. that. Okay. So you might be able to reset it, but if you're a night owl or a morning lark or whatever, then you are predisposed to be that type of person. Yeah. So you're fighting can, against... Can you reset it? That's the question. Can, could you reset it? Is, it? is it dictated by the... Because, you know, if you went in a... In fact, they did this in Matthew Walker's book. It's just come to me. They did an experiment with minors because they could. What, children or people who dig? <laughs> people that dig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so some I think uh, one of the biggest mines in Mexico, where you've got folk that are literally they're under they're underground for days, yeah. and end. so they can't see the sun. Yeah, their bodies, though, though they, they had no idea if it's day or night. Essentially, their bodies naturally, and I think they recorded them, or it may have even be an experiment where two scientists went into a cave and then just stayed there for days. Their bodies, they only shifted, so they get up in the morning and went to bed at night, and it only shifted by, like, half an hour or something. So so even though they had no idea, because they didn't have watches or anything, yeah. even though they had no idea at the time, their body knew it was morning and night. And so, therefore, it's harder to, you can't actually, I think it's much, much harder than people would just think mm. to switch from one or the other. Right, well, that's a fact check for, fact check. for next week. Talking so what are you going to do? Well, what would you, for that, what are you going to do? So that's me. So I'm going to do this. So five five days a week fitness, mm-hmm. decent diet, cut out some of the crap, um, and possibly take a journal and try and get more sleep. So big thing for me is to religiously keep the running up three times a week. Okay. Make sure one of those is a bigger run and I want to start increasing it because I'd like to start and train for something like a half marathon or a 10K or something again. Okay. Uh, intermittent fasting I think is the thing I want to yeah, become more of a routine and I'm going to try and do two days a week in the first instance and yeah. then try and up it from that point of view uh, meditate religiously minimum every three. day no right. I, can't, I tried that I can't do it right. I did a thing last year when I managed 56 days in a row wow and then I fell off the wagon so terribly and so would you do the exercise and meditation on the same day or would you do them on a Different days, or does it not matter? Depends it's how I feel. Just, right. So Sometimes three days a week. If, it, if it's the same day, it's fine. If it's different days, yeah. it's fine. Right? Some, some days I feel I need to go and meditate. Because mm-hmm. we should, um, through this, we should every week track what we're doing. Somehow, and I'm going to come on yeah. to talk about that in a second. I've got some special, want, yeah, specialist, okay, equipment specialist equipment here. And you, I've got, you've got a lot of that stuff in your phone and in your... Yep. And your watch and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So, so you how can many track steps all that. and all Absolutely. that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I'm trying to do that, do sort of more <clears throat> closing my rings. What's, what's your goal? So you're going to do all this stuff, but for why? What, what do you think? What would what would be good? Lose a bit of weight. What would be a good outcome? Tone up. Feel better. Less stressed. Just, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of this podcast. That I, it's not really so much about There's no specific. specific goals. It's about our age... You've mentioned it a couple of times. Trying to fit in everything. Yep. Trying to be, you know, have a have a stressful job. Have trying to be a good father. Trying to be a good husband. Trying to see your friends, which let's be honest, rubbish at. Yeah. Trying to do all these things, and it's really really tough. Uh-huh. So it's not so much about a goal. It's maybe just about trying to find a balance. Yep. That works. Yep. And particularly as we get to this kind of age, you know, it's about making that choice to try and let that balance just become kind of everyday life for yep, you yep. and and feel like that doesn't, it's not an effort. Yeah. 
Um, so Plus, yeah, which I, is going to so long term, that's going to be beneficial absolutely. because you're going to you're going to be healthier, fitter, healthier absolutely. when you're older, blah blah blah, and it's good foundational. My, I'm going to I'm going to be a bit more specific, and it was because I was watching through because I've started doing the YouTube vlogs again. I'm taking some older content and putting up mm-hmm. online. Well, because I had tons still just never published, and I was looking back over some photos when I was just in the prime point. Mm-hmm. And I was looking quite. I was looking good. <laughs> yeah. I say that with no irony. Well, <laughs> no, but mm. actually, just in compa- basically comparing. I wasn't trying to be a dick there. Uh, comparing Try myself it. to now, yeah, to some of the photos I'm going. Actually, I had we- decently defined arms. I didn't have any real belly. I just I, and I looked. I looked healthy. Yeah. And so my goal is to get back to that sort of stage because yep. I can. Just, and, I'm just I'm feeling my belly just now, and I can pinch way too much. No, you were you were definitely looking good, and that really pains me to say that. <laughs> but I think uh, I think there isn't. For me, I, I never ever had any. My arms were never toned, right? Never really did any kind of yep. religious weights, yep. and I don't do a lot of weights. Yeah, but I do it religiously and I have done now for at least a couple of years and I have definition in my triceps stuff that I never had before yep. and it was actually randomly I remember it was during last summer when I just was wearing a t-shirt and my dad said to me you've got muscly arms <laughs> you've never had muscly arms and I thought that was quite a but see, but strange compliment you just consistently do yeah, it and then suddenly and it, you wake up one day and you go oh wait a minute this stuff actually works because you can't see it every day. But I think you need to look back. I, I'd over. like more variation. I think that's the thing for me. So I, I there's a lot of people at my work that run an awful lot, mm-hmm. and they run a lot more than me. But it's all they do. Mm-hmm. And I sit and I say this to them. I talk about strength training and doing weights, and that's why I'm keen to get into yoga and mix mm-hmm. things up and 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 just do different things. And and it is about feeling better and looking better. But it's. A lot of people have said to me since I, I went to vegetarian diet that they thought I was looking more healthy, my skin's better and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But I have to be honest, I don't... You know, I think this kind of changing your diet and looking for this euphoria... Mag- this euphoria or magic bullet, were you thinking of? No. Not yeah, magic no. bullet, but just this kind of... I think people who think that they make this drastic change to their diet, that suddenly you're going to feel amazing. Yeah. I... I, I I don't think that's true. I don't think that's possible. I think it's, you know, people people who want to feel amazing, who want to feel euphoric, go to drugs uh-huh. and other stimulants or alcohol or, yep. or that kind of stuff. Whereas this is about yep. actually a long-term change of of life to try and make you feel better all around. And I think it's... Uh-huh. So I do feel better, but I don't feel like, compared to when I ate meat, I don't feel hugely different. Uh-huh. But I do feel better. Right. But I don't feel, woohoo, you know? Yeah. So, but, and, but and, and yeah. I have been struggling a bit with that. I wonder recently. if anyone, I wonder if you, because you can't, you can't, you can't always, but you need to, it's that whole, you can't have light without dark, yeah. yin and yang. You can't feel good all the time because then, relatively speaking, you'd go, well, I don't feel as good yesterday yeah. as I did, even though you're still better generally. So, yeah. on average, what you're saying is, on average, you want to feel better on average than you did last year or yeah. the year before, whatever. So you're kind of constantly just trying. Whereas, but on day to day, you go, well, something to feel better I guess, or something. I guess what I'm saying is that. Because you can never just keep going. You can I, never. And I don't think like the dietary changes for me in particular. I mean, I'm now 
pescatarian for 18 months, right? And largely vegetarian most of the time. Yep. But I would say now in terms of actually the prospect of going back to eating meat, it, it's kind of almost like a lifestyle choice. It would be like, it, it's more actually for me personally now about the environment and animal welfare more yeah. than me wanting. Yeah, it's not a health You know, thing. It's, it's not. The, I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't ever feel great when I used to eat meat. And mm-hmm. I used to often, I went through, I think I said this before, I felt if I had processed meat, I'd often feel quite nauseous mm. afterwards. But don't get me wrong, there's there's times when you walk into my mum's and she's making a bacon roll and you smell it. and but So you still have all that. But yeah. I think now it's become a lifestyle choice. It's like you and fasting. Uh-huh. It's like I can't imagine not, a time not, where I'll... It's no longer a thing you need to yeah, think about. You just, I, I, yeah. It's just like... And, and now I'm going further because I'm, I'm substituting like um, dairy milk for... Coconut milk. I mean, I have coconut milk with my cereal constantly now. I can't imagine having cow's milk with cereal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really. I tried oat, oat milk. Was quite nice. Oat I milk's nice in coffee, right? But well, personally, I, I like it in coffee. I don't like it so much in cereal. I've tried them all: almond, soya, oat, coconut. So I like coconut milk in cereal, and I think that goes really, really well. And I like oat milk in in a coffee. But actually, now like you're doing, I'm trying to take my coffee black, mm-hmm. and. Um, so yeah, so I think, but but again, it's cheese. Uh, that's the issue for me with dairy and chocolate, probably. Mm-hmm. So, so dairy's in so many different. I'd, food, I'd love yeah. to be vegan. I would, but I just don't think from it's an possible. environment perspective, though, not from a health perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. So I it's think too hard. at some point I'm going to try probably a month doing. Well, vegetarian or something like that. I think, but not right this second. We, you and I, as part of this, should do veganuary next year. Uh-huh. And yeah. I think or we that, could pick a month and then do it. Yeah, we don't have to do that. We could do it any month, but I think we should try that. And if yep. you set a goal like that, mm-hmm. then you know yep. that it's. Well, I actually quite fancy doing um, so balanced diet, which is just eating healthy, cutting out the crap less refined processed food less refined no refined sugar as much as possible all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, vegetarian mm-hmm. slash pescatarian mm-hmm. vegan and carnivore mm-hmm. because there seems to be a few folk doing this carnivore diet Joe Rogan being probably the most high profile and recently. is that only meat only meat right taking supplements so vitamins to make sure you get your whatever is missing if you don't eat yep. meat. Um, but the folks that have done it seem to feel good. Now, the, the big question is, one, is it a placebo effect because you're doing it? But, and two, long-term, is that yeah. bad for you? Because whichever way anyone cuts it, we are biologically designed to eat both meat. Yeah. And we're omnivorous. We're omnivores. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you think one way or the other, and you suppose you could say the same argument about vegan diets because you're just purely eating plants. Absolutely, um, and people have to take like B12 injections uh-huh, and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's but but yeah. I'd quite like to see. So do you do because I, I guess yeah do, would it would would you feel any different on doing yeah. it? So I quite fancy doing that, but I'll definitely do the vegan thing at some point. But what I'm doing right now is balance. balance. Yeah. you're doing vegetarian pescatarian. Are you pescatarian still or, or more pescatarian? Veg- pescatarian? Yeah, I I was trying to do that. I was trying so, to start this year and do one month veggie, one month pescatarian. So actually, maybe I'm I'm actually due because I almost said I didn't manage the full month because I got ill last month, but. I did pretty much most of January as vegetarian, yeah, and I've been pescatarian 
right the whole of February. So I might go back to vegetarianism in March. I'll wait and see. Yeah. But uh, but you you hit the nail on the head with balance and being an omnivore and all that sort of thing. And I think that is. We should do that. That's another fact check. I'm, I'm we... pretty sure the literature. The literature, <laughs> like Shakespeare. Literature. Um, <laughs> the scientific literature. I'm pretty sure uh, most most things will point towards we're omnivore. Um, omnivore. Well, I'm I... sure it's like your, your gut length, the canines, although they're smaller than. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no doubt about that. Molars, all that kind. Of, but we could do a fact check and just yeah. see who's what's the most. But but the key thing about balance is, is that we're omnivores. But it's like, it's it's the way that we eat. It's uh, the frequency oh, totally. and the ratio Cause, cause, cause that's changed completely. Zero meat for yeah. months. You'd be eating totally plant based yeah. berries, roots, all that kind of stuff. Whole grains, then you'd not kill processed. a mammoth, and you'd be eating meat yeah, you'd, yeah, pretty much exclusively yeah. for a month, and yeah. Um, so, so sucking the marrow how, out the bones, yeah, yeah, totally, all that, you, yeah. so, so you can see how, from an evolutionary perspective, yeah. that's that's how you because yeah. we're like, well, we've been on this planet for a blip of time anyway, but even us modern humans have been almost three hundred thousand years. But but in with civilized civilization, I'm talking about right, a couple okay. of thousand yeah. years tops. Yeah. So because before that, it was absolutely that. Yeah. Prehistoric, you know, foraging, all that kind of good stuff. Right. We need to move to fact checks. Just before we do that, though, yeah. we do need to move to fact checks. Um, we might not get onto a specific topic, actually. We, this might be another rambling because <laughs> we've been 45 minutes. But it's <laughs> so good far. stuff. You know, it is. It's good stuff. Well, time will tell. <laughs> if you would just stop hitting that, if, it's like you've got a symbol in the corner. I know. Right. Two right. things we need to do. Okay. So, I, so, we should be tracking ourselves in some objective form, is what right. I'm thinking here, right? So if we're, if we're trying to get fitter and healthier, there's how we feel, right? So you can you can talk about that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but body fat mm-hmm. percentage, I've got some scales here. I'm going to be I'm, higher I'm, than I'm, you. I don't care about weight, actually. You're saying you'd like to lose some weight. I don't care. I don't care if I get healthier. It's the body fat I'm interested in. So that's going to be my... Goal right. to improve on body fat, so we'll check that out in two seconds. And then I've got a dy- dynamometer here, okay, which is a grip strength test, right? Which is a relatively universal objective uh, measure of strength. Why don't we do when we're at a run at some stage in the week, do a run for a mile and just see how quick see we how can quick. run? Right. And then the last one would be how many press ups you can do in a minute, right? Okay, we'll not do that just now. Thank so we'll goodness. Do, we'll, do the, we'll do the BMI, not, not the BMI, body fat um, right. percentage just now, and the dynamometer. Right, let's do it. Right. Right, and, right and left. Okay. So, let's just try this. Is this calibrated? It, so the last time I used this, look, 39. <laughs> okay. So that's two years ago. Okay. Uh, right, let's see. So, so for the so benefit of the listeners, this is <laughs> this is this is, crap. this is a great podcast. It is basically what looks like so a little. Describe that. It's like a little square box that has a white handle inside, and the handle you sort of pull down the way uh, with your hand around it, which obviously measures how strong your grip yeah, is. So basically, gonna just so press start. 
Okay. And then just squeeze as hard as you can. Right. Am I going first then? Yeah. Right. Okay. So press start. Make sure you're comfortable. Just start whenever? Yep. Or does it tell me when to start? No, just start. How long do I hold it for? Right, that should do. Right, what's, what's it saying? It's just still flashing. No, no, it's going to show you in a minute. Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> really strong grip. So I think this uh, this will probably be the one and only time we'll do this feature. Uh, <laughs> right, you do off it. Right there, you go. Good now. Right, when it says zero kilos, that's when you do it. Right. Oh. So I'm squeezing this as hard as I can right. with my right hand. Oh. Thirty-seven point six. Thirty-seven point six. Okay. Now do your left hand. Oh, that's a bit rubbish. Right, okay, so squeeze my left hand as hard as I can. <laughs> oh. 44.1. What? You're right handed. Yeah. Just noticed my, my microphone's. That's my strong oh. hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But see, the thing is, because you've done this after me, there will be that competitive <laughs> element that right, you'll you'll burst a blood vessel trying to <laughs> beat me on this, and you can't look at it. You have to look okay, away right, when you're okay, squeezing okay. it. Right, I need to set this though. Hang on, because I am now forty-one. Oh, this feels hopeless. Ah, we didn't weep. Fifty-one point four. I thought that was poor as well. Oh, you've oh. such you've such strong hands. <laughs> Right, hang on. I hear my knuckle crack. But see, that's oh. the thing. You're forty forty-six point one. Oh, see, that's not too bad. It's not bad, but that's see, I'm I'm right-handed, and I'm the right. You're the opposite way. So remember that. So had rubbish. The goal is then. Let's see if that improves right. week on week. Okay, okay. right. Next, so this this must this it will, only this gets will, better, this will, listeners. This will make great listening. <laughs> right, right. So, we're taking our shoes off. Right, so I'll talk through what right. what shoes. you're going to do. Right, I'll do it first. Yeah. So he's taking his shoes off. There's a there's a smell in the room, uh, and oh, it's got to be bare feet. And he's going to. Of course, it's got to be bare feet. Going to stand on a pair of scales that'll tell him what a fat get he is. <laughs> <laughs> I know that my body fat's going to be bad. 11 stone 30. So this is um, a really successful feature <laughs> where the, our assistant has always checked the equipment before we've come on air. Uh, so we have a pair of scales that don't work. But we do know that he's 11 stone 13. Now I'm 12 stone 2 and a quarter. How does that make sense? 20.6% fat. This can't be accurate. 58% water. So now Neil's doing it. Yeah, you don't need to worry about BMI. 11 stone 12. 11 stone 12. So it doesn't matter how accurate this is because we'll keep it. 19.4%. Oh, nice. 58%. That was 58% as well. 23.2%. BMI. 28. Right, so you've got less fat content than me. Yes, and I would completely agree with that. Oh. So... I'm not doing that feature again. <laughs> How does it feel to have over 20% fat? How does it feel to have a weak ass grip strength? <laughs> oh, this is true. That's true. So, right. So, 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 that, so was a, that was a fun feature. 
Next week we'll do other things that uh, the listeners will <laughs> Next no week what we'll do is we'll go and run a mile, right? <laughs> and we'll just keep this running and then come back. So do you think those things are accurate? So this is my point. It doesn't matter. Because you're looking for change. Because you're looking for change. You're going to yeah. use the same measurement equipment. Come on, scientist boy. Sorry. I thought you were a scientist. Hi, I'm actually... Scientist boy is actually <laughs> my job title. Right, so, so that, <clears throat> that's quite good. That gives us a little bit of... There's right, a baseline. So a There's baseline. a baseline position. Okay. Yep. Um, Fact check. It's not too bad. It's not twenty percent. Nineteen percent is pretty decent to start with. What, what is what's what's considered good body fat? I think. Let's check that. Fact, Fact check, check for next week. Right. I'm pretty sure that's good. Ten percent is proper athlete. So in terms of fact-checking, because we said last time this was something we felt that we should do because so probably is, we're making statements that we have absolutely no idea of. So this is a new feature. Accurate. This is the feature, yeah. Fact-checker, fact-checker. 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 Right, so this is what we had to check from last week. The first thing we talked about was around being the sick men of Europe. And are Scottish people really the sick men of Europe? Mm-hmm. Do we have the worst mortality rate? So I found a Scottish government website which talks about mortality rate. And interestingly, um, I'm just trying to get the link just now. Glasgow was far and away the worst city. Was it? Yeah. In terms of um, life expectancy. Wait a minute. Life expectancy? Certainly for males. I'm going to have to switch to... And so what was this source? Because I think we need a source, Neil. So the source was uh, the Scottish Government's website, and this is the report on Scotland's six public health priorities, and it talks about why we need change and all that sort of stuff. So it's basically talking about Scotland's health. And it said, In 2018, the average life expectancy at birth across Scotland was 81 years for females and 77 for males. People are now living longer than ever before, and that is a huge success, right? So it's getting better than it was. Which so it's is getting good. better, but if you look at seventy-seven for males and eighty-one for females, that is pretty much amongst the lowest in Europe. Okay, and they've put a a figure there that shows that. So Western Europe has. Life expectancy is in. So between 1990 and 2016, in Western Europe, life expectancy at birth has increased from about 77 to 84. In Scotland, it has increased from 73 to 77. Mm. So, compared to Western Europe, we are the sick men of Western Europe. Eastern Europe, we're probably on a par. Because that's when you're getting into all the Baltic states and... Does it say that, though? I read that somewhere else. <laughs> oh, we've got another fact to check But it does then. talk about Western oh, yeah. Europe. I see that, that's good. So, 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 so the sick man... So, so do we, so we need to call it the sick, sick man, man of Western, Western Europe? Europe yeah, <clears throat> if we're going to be accurate. Well, I think we should check the rest. But let's let's go with that name. Let's go with that name. Okay. Okay, so, so we've got a way to go, basically. Um, do you want to do the next fact? Oh, great. <clears throat> so does dihydro <laughs> how do you say that dihydroxy you see that's the point DHT dihydroxy testosterone but in actual fact what I should have said mm-hmm. was dihydro testosterone 
dihydro. So DH hydroxy was ah, wrong. Okay, right? so it's dihydrotestosterone. So this fact, That's why I couldn't say. This it. is why we need to check facts because mm-hmm. that was wrong. So it's dihydrotestosterone. Okay, DHT. DHT. Right. And what does it does it lead to? So DHT hair loss. Right? It blocks the enzyme five alpha reductase, which converts testosterone. To DHT. So finasteride, which is what Propecia is, which is the drug that you take for hair loss, mm-hmm. blocks that enzyme, which changes testosterone to dihydrotestosterone. Dihydro, so DHT is the hormone which is responsible for causing hair loss in males so because it, it causes hair follicles to shrink to a point where they're unable to grow hair. Okay. So DHT kills hair follicles, yep. right? And that drug prevents the conversion of testosterone to DHT. Okay, so less DHT, less hair loss. Yeah, which makes me wonder though. That but must what else mean does DHT do? I must have much more testosterone than you naturally. Which oh, I know if you saw us, okay. you'd, you'd automatically do the three a blood test because I think you'll find when I did the three a blood test, my testosterone was optimal. Well, mine's obviously off the. F- Fucking sales. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, let me take this one because you kind of said take that one. Right, okay. Okay, the next one is night owl versus lark. Is that an evolutionary trait? No. Brain function of night owls and larks differ. Studies suggest in from 15th of Feb 2019. This is a BBC News article. So... Uh, researchers, uh, does it tell you the researchers, Neil, where this came from, published in the journal Sleep. Okay, so you think they m- should know what they're talking about. Um, researchers scanned the brains of night owls with a bedtime of 2.30 in the morning and a wake time of 10.15. I would love that, along with early risers. The test performed between 8 and 10, 8 in the morning and 8 at night. Found night owls had less connectivity in brain regions linked to maintaining consciousness. <laughs> They also had poorer <laughs> attention, slower reactions, and increased sleepiness. So basically, researchers you're, you're said that were disadvantaged by constraints of the. St- researchers said it suggested that night owls were con- disadvantaged by the constraints of the typical working day. So what it's saying is, night owls had less connectivity and brain brain regions, poorer attention, etc. At those times, the times when you're this the nine to five thing. Yeah. Outside of nine to five, night owls are geniuses. But the and it's, question, it's talking about innate rhythms. But the question was specifically about it being an evolutionary trait. And does it say that? And it doesn't say that in that article, but this podcast I listened to okay. this week by uh, Nick Littlehill So said, we're going to have to delay that. So we're going to have to just confirm. Okay, so there's definitely a th- difference between night owls and um, morning larks, yeah. but whether it's an evolutionary trait, we need to, f- we need to find that out. So we need to find out a fact within a fact. Fact within a fact. Nice one. Okay, next one. Right. So this one is a little bit off topic, <laughs> <laughs> which which, showed, which maybe illustrates the rambling that was going on last time. However, very interesting. Okay. Is that are we, as in Homo sapiens, uh-huh. closer in the period of time between us living on this planet to T Rex or Stegosaurus yep. than they were to each other? And, and this was around the whole point that. We, you mentioned it earlier. We've been on this planet for a tiny for amount a of time, whereas dinosaurs were here for you know over a hundred million years. Yep. Okay, so I, I looked that a up. A couple of hundred million years. And a couple of hundred million years, and T Rex mm-hmm. were around between sixty six to eighty three million years ago, mm-hmm. right? Stegosaurus were here between one hundred and one hundred and sixty three million years ago. So T Rex never saw a Stegosaurus. 
mm-hmm. and Stegosaurus never saw a T-Rex. Correct. And I think you said it the other way around, so I think you'll find I was right oh, last time. Okay. <laughs> but the key thing here is that actually if you if you go to the far end of these things, so let's think about the first ever Stegosaurus, mm-hmm. around about 163 million, and then let's think about the last ever T-Rex, about 66. 66 yeah. Then, yes, the answer is that actually we're closer to T-Rex than Stegosaurus would be. However, because it's, they were here over a range, yep. there's a bit of overlap. Yep, yep. So... So kind of correct. Kind of correct, yeah. Right. Good, good. Okay, the next one was, is breakfast being important a myth cooked up, <laughs> no pun intended, by food companies? And the BBC says, as well as the rising popularity of fasting diets, there have been concerns around the sugar content of food um, or sugar content of cereals and the food industry's involvement in pro-breakfast research. Even one claim from an academic that breakfast is dangerous. So what is it in reality? Um, I think basically the conclusion is that actually they don't really know. And I think I think it goes down to kind of uh, moderation. There's people that are eating huge breakfasts, but they're not actually eating much for lunch or dinner. Mm-hmm. There's people that are skipping breakfast, but eating like a pig. Mm-hmm. Lunchtime and dinner time. It just goes back to it's back to individual, the same, absolutely. pretty much individual differences. Mm. Okay, I think we should definitely do a, a bit more in, in in detailed research on this one and link it to the whole intermittent fasting topic. We'll do one. Well, if you skip time. to the last bit, it says the final take. While there's no conclusive evidence on exactly what we should be eating and when, the consensus is that we should listen to our own bodies and eat when we're hungry. Yeah, which is difficult from an intermittent fasting perspective because you will get hungry through the day. Uh, anyway, we'll come back to that. Okay, the next one. This is your one. Is aloe vera toxic to consume? And the answer is no. <laughs> now, I looked Moving at this one on. as well. That's not strictly true. That is true. Come on, Neil. Let's be completely honest. It depends The aloe on... vera gel. So the aloe vera gel is not thought to be toxic and, and in some instances could be, could be, being the operative word there, uh, beneficial to your health. The latex skin, the latex skin, so so the, the gel is... is. Let's skip to the summary. <laughs> it's generally safe to eat the gel the inside gel, the, the gel aloe vera leaf if you, if as you well the, as the skin. If you eat the skin, the latex skin, that could be toxic. It, potentially harmful toxic. side effects toxic so Amy, but it's still safe to eat you're not going to die you can do the next one that's really important uh, also connected to aloe vera I think that's a subjective one okay one the next that? one is so if you look this up because yes, you, you're, you're responsible for the fact that so how many... <laughs> so I was when I looked up before, it was 13, but when I looked up again, it said it could be up to 20. Okay, so... Give us some context. When, sh- when you about. have a vasectomy, um, at what point... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase this a little bit. At what point should your tubes be clear? And it's after having cleared them mm-hmm. up to 20 times. Up to 20 times. Yeah. 20 times to be safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best prescription <laughs> you'll ever get. <laughs> Okay, next one. Uh, okay, so the next one is... Oh, this one's... Oh. 
people who have heart attacks, do they go back to old ways or is it generational? And I couldn't find anything on that. Right. So this was this was around if you have a heart attack, you start to say, Yep, I'm gonna be healthy doc, uh, everything's gonna change and yep. then you don't. Okay. So either need to just forget <laughs> forget we ever mentioned that one or we could come back to that at a later date. Okay. So statistically speaking, if you reach fifty without a major health episode, you're much more likely to reach beyond eight the eighty mark. So, um okay, on you go. So again I couldn't find anything on this. However, I did find this great um, website that basically would tell me, calculate how long it thinks I'll live for by putting in a lot of my personal info. So what I was thinking is rather than us doing that just now, we should try and do that in our next podcast because it'll take a bit of time to put all your stuff in. It goes to like how much alcohol you drink, what your age is, your lifestyle, fitness, etc., etc. So where's this? What website? It's the Lincoln. In that text. For listening. Oh, of course. <laughs> Sorry. It's so everyone, it's the link in that text that blue, Neil sent me. On Blueprint. If everyone could just check that. Blueprintincome.com. And I don't know if this is good, calibrated <laughs> sounds or accurate. Le- it sounds legitimate. But you know, it's a financial thing. And half the time, these things tend to be accurate because there's money involved. They don't want to pay out, Insurance right? companies don't want to pay out. So, yeah. so okay. we're going to do that for the next one. And we'll do it live. Okay. Well, we'll put the details in and then do it live <laughs> and we'll find out who's yep. going to die first, probably you. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's... Okay. Um, so I didn't really answer the fact, but I found something else that's quite good. Cool, cool, cool. And then, so the next one, where does gut feel come from? We don't know. Yeah, I didn't know nice what you one. mean by that. Gut Just the feel. term gut feel. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out for the next one. Where does right. the term gut feel come from? And does gut bacteria communicate with the rest of the body? You look yes. They do, but it's not like they have a chat. It's like, <laughs> it's like they produce uh, factors and uh, nitric oxide and different chemicals that have effect in the cells. So they interact with each other, but they don't go, oh, good day, young man. And, you know, I'm assuming that you're... Bacteria, you wouldn't imagine that's speaking how you, like that, that's actually. How you would, well, that's how you speak, yeah, generally. Bacteria, you think, would kind of be... yeah. I don't but know. it does communicate with the rest of the body. Yes, in, yeah. in some, some kind of... Uh, biologically good cool okay and the last one was are insects the biggest biomass on the planet and you f- so I think we both looked at this one you s- you found out it was yes although they're declining which is bad yep. news yeah um, is that across the board yep what I found was that uh, plants are the biggest biomass mm-hmm. on the planet mm-hmm. um, plant based but, but the biggest Animal biomass is insects by yep. quite a margin, which also then suggests, as we were talking about this last time, why are we not moving to more insect-based protein foods? Because well, because it looks minging, but exactly. back to the whole yep. minging, minging, oh, a good word. Um, the last one was that I looked up. I don't think I put this in the list that you were looking at was the chiropractor osteopath thing. Is it real medicine? Yeah, and what did it say? So it says... No. no it says, yes. So an aspiring chiropractor must spend thousands, thousands of hours studying before obtaining a license. Um, chiropractic care is drug-free and non-invasive, and it may, it may treat some musculoskeletal problems. 
Um, while this form of alternative medicine may not benefit everyone, it is generally considered safe for most people. And basically, it went on to say, as long as it's trying to fix a neck or back issue, it can it can be with a lot of people of benefit. If it's suggesting it's going to benefit your gut or yeah. some other ailment, it's talking nonsense, basically. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Which is why I go to chiropractic for your male pattern baldness. I look bald. For my back. For your back, exactly. Good. Okay, so that was the fact check section. I, 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 think oh, I thought that was amazing. <laughs> I actually think the fact check feature is a huge improvement on the devices. <laughs> <laughs> the devices were brilliant. For, no, I think fact check's it's important. Because your grip because, strength is poor. No, but the thing is, you come into these things fact and check is important. You, you talk about things, you make statements. We want our listeners to understand that actually we are checking so these statements a fact so I'm going to I'm going to ask you some questions next mm-hmm. time um, based on world health and okay so when I'm expected to know the answers well I'll, 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 I'll more will be revealed next time okay okay and we'll also do our uh, life expectancy test next time life so next time we're going to do some fact checking there was less facts to yeah. check to yeah. be sure for next time so yeah. that should be a small small section we'll do the Usual check-in yep. and grip strength. Check-in. <laughs> we'll try and do that a bit more seamlessly. Yeah. Um, how do we get on from a fitness perspective yep. and this life expectancy thing? Plus, we'll actually follow a topic. Yes. So what topic are we going to go for? I think that's important because we're kind of suggesting diet for this one and then we strayed off into sleep and, and then okay. we're, we're now one hour, 12 minutes in. Okay, uh, yeah, we want to stick this to about an hour. Okay, so I... I'll just, I'll just cut out the grip strength section. Well, given <laughs> given we started talking about it today and we mentioned about references... Sleep. Let's do sleep. Sleep, good call, good call. Okay, and we'll do research and you listen to that podcast that I told you about. I'll listen to the podcast. Look out your I'll, book. I'll look out the book um, <clears throat> and we'll do... What, just a, the basic summary of why so why is sleep important what yep. are the components of sleep um, and any interesting points we can think of cause and our mission is to try and get you to improve <laughs> to your actually sleep, sleep. yeah <clears throat> yep just on that have you ever used the because you can get an app that you can put on your watch no well I've S- never I've never kept a sleep it on app. When I've been sleeping, because I never usually had the battery life to actually last that long. But, but you will now. I'm going to do it with this one. But when it comes to sleep, actually, and we talked about this briefly the last time, I think this will be quite good, is that I have experience of severe insomnia. Do you? I do. Do you remember when I went mental? <laughs> Five years ago. No. Yeah, when I like had so I went and muscle twitches and all that sort of stuff and oh, had a yeah, health scare yeah, 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 and then yeah, as a right. consequence so of that, so that led to I didn't sleep. know I didn't realize I didn't know about the insomnia. So I was in hypnotics and at one point I was taking uh, Lanzoprid. No, that's a PPI. So let's talk. Taking, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk about that next week. So, so I've got a pharmaceutical experience, right, and some personal and how I got uh, over okay, that. Right, and you're basically a zombie. <laughs> so. Yeah, sleep next time. Okay, okay, let's wrap it up. That sounds good. Right, so thanks for listening. I hope that was of interest for you, our ramble. Um, and we will see you on the next podcast. Yeah. Episode two done. We'll just leave you with one thing to think about. And just think for a moment that Stegosaurus and T-Rex <laughs> never actually saw each other.
That's crazy. Okay. I bet you're always wondering that. Cheers. See you later. See you later. Bye.